0: Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life.
1: Thank you for joining me today for Let's Get Moving. Today we're going to talk about taking care of our skin in the sun. And with me is Dr. Luke Johnson. He is from the University of Utah Dermatology. Dr. Johnson, thanks so much for being with me today.
0: Thanks for having me. I am delighted to talk about the sun.
1: Well, we're also excited to finally get out in the sun, but that's not necessarily a great thing for our skin. So we want to make sure that people know the proper things that they should do to take care of their skin. First of all, the sun isn't bad for us, is it? I mean, don't we get some great vitamin D from the sun?
0: A dermatologist would say the sun is bad for you, but we would be half-joking, but only half-joking. You do get some vitamin D from the sun, but you don't need that much sun exposure to get the vitamin D that you need. We think that if you're outside in shorts and a T-shirt just eight minutes a day, three times a week, that is sufficient.
1: Okay, so then what can we do if we're going to be out in the sun longer than that? A lot of us love to recreate or garden, and it's probably going to take us a few minutes more than that to get those jobs done. What's the best thing we can do to protect our skin?
0: The first thing to do is care. That's our first challenge as dermatologists, is getting people to care about this stuff. So if you already care, good job. And it won't surprise you to hear us say sunscreen, but sunscreen is only just the first part in a multi-pronged attack against the sunlight. You want to wear hats, long sleeves, you want to stay in the shade, wear sunglasses, and of course... Also use sunscreen. And I'm happy to go into more detail about all of those things.
1: Yeah, let's start with the clothing first, the hats and the clothing that we should be wearing. Because often we want to just go outside and have those sleeveless shirts and uh, hats make your head sweaty. So why do we need to be so concerned about doing that?
0: A lot of reasons. Of course, we'll talk about skin cancer and dermatologists do a really good job of talking about melanoma. There are other types of skin cancer as well that are fortunately not as serious, but skin cancer of course is bad and unfortunately can occasionally be lethal, so you want to protect yourself against that. Also, sunlight has a bunch of cosmetically irritating side effects on the skin, so the more sun exposure you've had over your life, the wrinklier you get, the blotchier your skin gets, etc. So if you want to avoid all that stuff, just protect yourself. A broad-brimmed hat is best. So a broad brim means it goes all the way around your whole head. Think Indiana Jones or a sombrero, something like that, rather than a baseball cap. Obviously, a baseball cap's way better than no hat at all. But the broader the brim, the better. And then a lot of the clothing out there, the technology has advanced significantly. So even though it sounds miserable to be wearing a long-sleeved shirt when it's 93 degrees out, there are specific clothing types that are designed for this. So they're made of lightweight, breathable fabric. You can just look for these online. They're usually called sun protective clothing. They have what's called a UPF instead of an SPF. And if you find them online, you'll find they're light and breezy, and I find them even more comfortable to wear than, like, a T-shirt when I'm outside in the hot weather.
1: Yeah, because they probably breathe a lot better, right?
0: They do, and they have swimsuits like this as well. So you can always tell the dermatologist's kid at the beach because they're the ones that have, like, the surfer suit (laughs) that goes from the neck to the wrist to the ankle, even if it's not surfing season and it's 100 degrees outside. But hey, it also saves you from having to slather sunscreen all over yourself or your kids as well.
1: Right. You know, it seems like your message, the older I get, uh, resounds with me much more. How difficult is it for you to get your message out to younger people that, boy, this is important now?
0: It seems to be impossible. I have patients in my clinic who are in their 60s and 70s, and I comment on sun exposure, and they say, yeah, when I was a kid, I kept burning all the time, or I put baby oil on my skin, but we didn't know any better then. And I tell them, well, that's fair enough. But nowadays, the kids do know better. And they're still going out and doing that stuff. What's their excuse going to be? But youth, what can you do?
1: I know, honestly. So let's talk about sunscreen. Sunscreen isn't the same as it used to be, especially for a woman who wants to apply it to her face as a moisturizing sunscreen. There are some really good products out there.
0: I'm glad you feel that way. I feel the same. So describe for us what the products are
1: and how what, we should, what should we be looking for, is, is what I mean to say. What should we be looking for when it comes to a, a sunscreen for our face?
0: You should be looking for something that you will use. So of course, we want you to use something that kind of feels nice that you don't mind putting on your skin. And there's a lot of good ones out there, just like you mentioned. For the face specifically, I like the sunscreens that are referred to as daily facial moisturizers. They usually have a moisturizer in, involved in them. Plus, they're a sunscreen. They're usually SPF 30 or greater. And there's a lot of good brands out there that make them. You probably know them. Things like Aveno, Cetaphil, CeraVe. Those are all good. Nobody's paying me to say any of these names, by the <laughs> way. La roche has a good one as well. And some of them have other ingredients in them that also can help with blemishes, et cetera, if that's your game as well. So what you want is something you'll use, SPF 30 or greater. And then our next challenge, after we convince people that it's important to wear a sunscreen, is getting them to use enough of it and use it frequently enough. Okay,
1: what's so enough of it?
0: Well, in the studies where they check to determine the SPF of the sunscreens... They use a fair amount, like a shot glass full, for like the adult upper body. Oh, so you want to be using enough to cover the whole area with a, a decent amount. Uh, a tiny amount just to say that you've did it, understandably, gives you less protection from the sun.
1: Right, and but then it, that's not it. We just can't say, okay, I put it on this morning and I'm done for the day.
0: Sadly, no. So we recommend you reapply every 90 minutes to two hours while you are outside in the sun. And there's a couple reasons for that. There's two different broad types of sunscreen. One is called a chemical blocker and the other is called a physical blocker. And the chemical blockers get used up. The sunlight uses up the molecules and the physical blockers. They don't get used up, but they can get wiped or sweated or washed away. And so it's important to reapply.
1: Mm-hmm. Are we sometimes confused by the numbers, the SPF number 30 or SPF 70? I mean, what do they really mean?
0: Well, they are a broad idea of how protective it is, but the numbers can be a little bit misleading. And the reason we say SPF 30 or greater is because that's usually good enough. SPF 60 is not twice as good as SPF 30. I admit I don't know the exact numbers, but SPF 30 protects you against something like 93 percent of ultraviolet radiation, whereas SPF 60 protects you against 96 percent. So higher is better. But if you really love your SPF 35 sunscreen, that one should be fine. Mm
1: -hmm. Are there some areas of our face that are more prone to damage than others?
0: The parts that stick out and get in the sun and that people forget to put sunscreen on. (laughs) So noses and ears are common spots where we find skin cancer. And those are also parts that people don't like getting cut on. And also your temples. People tend to neglect the temples when they're applying sunscreen to their face. Hmm. Hmm.
1: So if you have a hat on, do you still need the sunscreen?
0: Well, you always need sunscreen. I'm a dermatologist. You should set your alarm for 1 a.m., wake up, put sunscreen on, and then go back to bed. (laughs) Obviously, you don't need sunscreen as much if you're wearing a hat, but it's hard to get away from a dermatologist recommending sunscreen no matter what else you're doing.
1: Right, right. So are older people more susceptible to damage than younger people? I mean, is there a reason they should be more careful or younger people should be more careful, or, or is it about the same?
0: I would probably get into trouble with the other dermatologists if I told you anybody could be lax about their sun protection. It's probably the most important in your child and adolescent years, because that's when a lot of the sun damage occurs. Not all of it, so it's never too late, and I tell my patients if you're 65 or 75 and you had a bunch of sun exposure when you were a kid, that's not an excuse. You don't get out of jail free. You got to still be using sunscreen and sun protection at that time, but Getting it early is important. I'm a pediatric dermatologist by training, though I see both kids and adults in my practice, and convincing parents to emphasize the importance of sun protection to their kids is something I feel passionate about. Fortunately, I find that most people in this state feel the same way, so I'm cautiously optimistic that the upcoming generations will not have as much sun damage as their parents and grandparents.
1: We can only hope
0: on that one, right? (laughs) We can hope, and we can get those ridiculous-looking swimsuits.
1: Right. So what would be your bottom line message? What do you want to leave people with today about why they should wear sunscreen?
0: Dermatologists don't want to suck the fun out of life. We want you to go out there and have fun and move your body and enjoy the outdoors. Just do it safely and responsibly, like hopefully you do everything in life. Remember what Mark Twain said, all things in moderation, including moderation.
1: All right. Doctor, thank you so much for being with me today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you.
0: Likewise. Thanks for having me.
1: Okay. Have a great day, now.